you are listening to the Moody Girl podcast with me, Emily Fazer. I'll be opening the minds of experts, enthusiasts, and storytellers, discovering their secrets on health and how to make the most out of life. Before we start the episode today, I wanted to ask all of you listeners a question. Did you know that a lot of people are living with lower than recommended magnesium levels? I didn't know this either and had never explored incorporating magnesium into my daily life until I started having skin issues. I now use Better You Magnesium Oil Body Spray when I get out of the shower in the morning and spray onto my feet before I go to bed. I found that when I had psoriasis and hormonal breakouts on my face or body, I would spray it on and at first it really stung. But this was a sign from my body that my cellular magnesium levels were low. The more I got the magnesium into my system daily, the less it stung. It made sense. If you're feeling like you could benefit from having magnesium in your life, I would strongly recommend looking into using Better You Magnesium Oil Body Spray. Link to purchase is in the bio. Now, let's get to the episode. For today's episode, I'm speaking with Greta Grace, a coach who helps women to build their business dreams with clarity, focus, and financial stability. Greta focuses on five key areas in her work, purpose, leadership, energy, mindset, and accountability. Also guys, if you can, please do like, share, subscribe, and give a five-star review. I know I say it every week, but it really does help get the podcast to reach a wider audience, which would be incredible. This is the first live episode I'm sharing from Puglia in Italy. It was one of the most incredible experiences to share this conversation in a place that feels so special for me and with Greta, whose work and story has inspired me moving forward with my own goals. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, so welcome to the first ever Moody Girl podcast where we are doing it in person. And today I'm with Greta. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you. Good. Um, So for anyone looking, you might think this doesn't look like the UK. Um, (laughs) You would be right. We are sat in Puglia, Italy, which is um, the heel of the boot and somewhere that my husband and I have fallen in love with and somewhere that Greta is living full time. So we wanted to kind of discuss more about Puglia, more about your story. Um, I came across you on social media because I was interested in people that were in Puglia and living lives that looked um, amazing one, um, but also doing really amazing work at the same time. So. I can see that you focus a lot on mindset work. Um, you've got Kundalini yoga in there. Um, there's also some spirituality as well. Um, so all of these things I'm super fascinated in. Um, and I just really wanted to find out more about your story. So how did you end up doing what you're doing and being in Puglia? Thank you so much. I love these questions. Um, yeah, how did I end up in Puglia? I was looking um, for maybe my entire life, but really intentionally the last three years um, for my place. Mm. And with my place, I mean, I've been living and working all over the world from Singapore to New York to Germany, the Netherlands. Um, And I was really looking for that place that made me feel home and whole where I felt this is where I want to settle down so after years of digital nomading and um, having built my my life a lifestyle around my business and my purpose that allowed me to work independently from anywhere uh, I was roaming around the world and uh, when I came to Puglia for the first time three years ago I just fell in love Mm -hmm. like it was a more an instant moment of this is it. Here it is. It, it was magic and love at first sight. And, and then I was still traveling and moving around. And I also went through Portugal. And I remember I was in, in Mexico, uh, literally on a beach and thinking by myself, okay, where do I go next? What do I do? <laughs> And I had this call from Puglia, like Puglia popped up in that moment in my mind and was like, that's where you got to go and be, girl. Wow. And so literally I just followed that voice. Ah, oh, so cool. And I mean, when you first, you know, made that initial, I guess, 
move here. Um, how was that? Was it nerve wracking? You know, were you in terms of because I think for anyone at home who may be thinking about, you know, moving country, it's quite a daunting thing. Um, and it can feel quite isolating if you don't know the language. Um, and as I actually found out just as you arrived, <laughs> you are Italians. <laughs> so that wasn't too much of an issue for you. Yeah, so the, the language definitely helped. Uh, being able to communicate with people in their own language just gives you a, this, this um, extra connection. But generally, if you're an open-minded person and if you're um, curious and willing to really learn about the place and the people, I would say there's there is no limit and it's, it's not going to be difficult. However, I will say that I did encounter challenges and difficulties and you do... Um, I learned a lot about, um, but I took it. I took the first year, so last year, um, to observe, mm-hmm. to learn, mm. before diving straight into, you know, um, setting something up or building my business further here. I was really like, okay, let me arrive, let me observe, and 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 see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that really um, allowed me to to learn about the way people move, speak, do business, mm. um, with whom I would want to engage and work with, with whom maybe not, um, and uh, yeah, just just building networks and connections and learning the local people and and also people from abroad. Mm. Yeah, I think that's important, and that's something that we're kind of learning the more we are out here is everything takes time and that's that's actually something that I guess in the UK in particular we're kind of encouraged to like be you know constantly moving through life so quickly so you're like okay what are you going to do next okay what else is on the to-do list what can you do next what can you do next okay we've got this okay we're going to get that next where do we go and you know not just in the UK (laughs) not just in the UK yeah exactly um but that's just seems as though it can weigh quite heavy um on a lot of society um and that's where burnout ends up happening um so yeah I think it's actually an important lesson and I think any anyone and everyone can learn from you know I guess going to a new place and not having the comforts that we're so used to and stepping out of that comfort zone um because then it really you start to grow and learn more about who you are deep down um which i think is so important and and yeah i think that's a really refreshing take on it that actually you took that year to digest figure it out um and not make any rash decisions (laughs) it it wasn't easy because my um I'm moving very quickly and I'm very entrepreneurial so I see opportunities everywhere and then I I love to act on them and make things happen so it was like a like a a test to you know like slow down and go 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 with con i piedi per terra you say in Italian like really ground in a grounded Mm. way Uh, but it paid off and I'm very yeah grateful that that I, I yeah went slow pace which is really what Puglia teaches us as well mm. <laughs> even if you wanted to move things quickly it they won't <laughs> they don't they have their own time and you cannot force and that just um, puts light on <clears throat> on the energy which is so much what I work with as well in my work that that it, it's enough to have the intention you know it's enough to show up and follow your dream and follow that vision and trust that things fall into place and trust that the right people will come and that you attract them. And so it's so much more, I feel the energy is very amplifying here and can be very catalyzing. So it's ever more important to be clear and mm-hmm. clear intended mm-hmm. because you might, otherwise you go might just go into off path into yes. a different direction <laughs> <laughs> that's a really interesting point yeah. Um, yeah so I mean with the kind of work that you're doing if you could describe to myself and the audience the listeners at home what does you know when someone comes to you and they want your help what does that usually look like what are you looking at when you have conversations with them how are you helping people mm, thank you for this question um, I always like to ask the question what are you most excited about in your life mm. or in your business 
So my work is um, centered around life and business. My background is in entrepreneurship. I've started several uh, companies. I've worked in startups. I've built teams. Uh, but I also worked in multinational companies and the corporate world before uh, starting my freedom life, freedom lifestyle. And um, <clears throat> so I know also the struggles and the pains we undergo. And that is my story mm. of really wanting to break out and liberate myself from this um, endless pressure of performing in, in a corporate world and literally working for purposeless, meaningless companies uh, or for somebody else. So um, this, is, this is where I help people. Um, it's very holistic, my approach, and you can be in a corporate and dreaming about you know, having a different lifestyle and I would help you step by step find an exit strategy mm-hmm. uh, or you have a dream you know you have maybe many ideas about your own business but don't really know where to get started um, what to do first which idea to follow through and um, so it's it's really a, a whole a holistic process of you know supporting you in your transformation um, of, of where you dream of being uh, from where you are I think that sounds incredible. I think so many people will relate to having an idea but not knowing quite how to make that happen. And then life gets in the way, bills need to be paid, mortgages need to be paid, and the cost of everything going up is adding this. I feel like even more than ever that people are shackled to the jobs, you know, to to living this nine to five, um, you know, non-existent, the complete opposite of a digital nomad um and i can see how that really does take its toll so i think there's more than ever right now there's so much need for for people like you doing the work that you're doing so thank you (laughs) for doing that um so if you were going to you know I know it's a really holistic approach, um, but what would be, I guess, your five, if you've got five or maybe three, uh, top tips mm-hmm. for anyone who's got, got an idea and they've kind of been sitting on an idea for a really long time. They've told people about it, maybe after a few drinks and they're a bit more confident and they say, do you know what? I've got a really brilliant idea. What do you think? And say, so, you know, everyone's like, yeah, fantastic, fantastic. But they just don't do anything about it. What would be your, you know, advice to those people? Oh, I love that question. Um, so first of all, I would say you're doing already amazing by sharing your idea with others. Um, that's always a very mm, nurturing way of getting feedback, of see, seeing and hearing how it lands with people. Um, and the more you speak and the more you articulate your idea, the more you experience experience yourself speaking about it and you hear so listen how you rephrase how you um, speak about it you know every conversation everyone that you share it with can add a little piece or can answer some of your questions and doubts so really go out and do this real market research by sharing Mm. and speaking yourself literally into the into the idea Secondly, I would say one of my favorite approaches to creating or manifesting anything is the reverse engineering process. So just imagine yourself five years from now or 10 years from now, what would be um, your ideal scenario, the ideal completed version, the most ideal imaginable. And this is one of the hardest things for people to do. This is where I also support uh, my clients and really opening their minds and, and letting in the abundance mindset and mm. anything is possible. So just for an exercise, try to really go wild and dream big, mm. like dream the unimaginable. It can be as ridiculous and it might sound impossible to you, but just do it for fun, for the, for the exercise. And then third, I would, I would recommend reverse engineer. So if that is the big vision, what is the first small step that you can take today and tomorrow that gets you a little bit closer to that mm. scenario? That follows them with a fourth advice. Reach out for people. Reach out for help. Connect with people that are already there. Um, <clears throat> invite people to you know, give their feedback. Just try to learn as much as possible about the area or around the industry or in the field that you're intending to towards that's amazing advice i hope you all benefit from that at home i did here um so i mean 
Entrepreneurship. Um, so do you think everyone has it in them? Or do you think it's just a certain amount of people that can do it? Oh, I love this question. And I think it's definitely uh, a trait that everybody can train. We are all creative and entrepreneurship comes down to being creative and creating so putting an idea into practice um, you know whether you create it with your hands or whether you create it with your mind um, everybody has the entrepreneurial capacity we have just unlearned or forgotten it because mm -hmm. the way we've been raised the way educational systems are school is is not trying is not learning us to be creative and outside of the box but it's more like okay fit into this scheme this path that we want you to go that you didn't then fit into society can be productive mm -hmm. I, I agree 100 percent. i mean if you think about it we start school fitting into boxes um and then we can do art but it's like within that box um <laughs> And drama within that box, you know, Shakespeare time and time again. And then we go to, you know, it's basically training us up to then live that nine to five, you know, and be compliant for and that for the rest of our lives. And it's only when people are, as we said earlier, getting burnt out, um, reaching their breaking point. Um, becoming very depressed, having to get antidepressants, all these different things, and they're starting to question, hmm, actually, where did it all go wrong? <laughs> and we were literally having this discussion over dinner the other day about how when you're a child, you know, you kind of instantly gravitated towards something creative, whether that was crafting, mm -hmm. whether it was playing with play-doh maybe it was coloring maybe it was building a den all of these things that gave you energy and lit you up as a child um and mine was singing drama acting piano I loved all of that and I, I gave it all up um because I wanted to fit in with what my friends were doing on the weekends which was hanging out with boys drinking all of these things and kind of went down a different path to where I could have done could have done um and you kind of forget about all those things that you loved as a child and actually just touching base with those again, they're, they're still there. Your inner child is still there. It's just waiting for you to listen to it again. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's a very good advice that you just, just gave, oh. I would say. For really, if you are rock bottom and just feel there is nothing that makes you happy, nothing that excites you, you just feel like not lit up but like you Numb. know totally down mm. really try to connect to that thing that brings you joy and usually it's something that we do with our hands or with our bodies yeah totally for me it's dancing oh I, nice. I, was, I was like the happiest dance kid uh, <laughs> and and I still am like I just become so happy when I dance and you know just 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 remember that happy child inside of you yeah totally yeah. and it was I was actually um it's another guest I've got coming up but she it was a questionnaire I needed to fill in and one of the questions she asked was like when was the last time you really laughed and I was like oh my god that's such a good question like mm. like holding your stomach <laughs> laughing it was actually the other day when Christian my in husband Puglia. <laughs> in Puglia and Christian was kind of coming out of the house and he like slid up on this thing and I was looking from the car and he didn't think I could see and I was just fully like <laughs> and it was so good and I just thought oh I haven't done that for bloody ages <laughs> needed that oh, yeah let's, let's let's be honest like the last couple of years weren't really much to laugh about yeah it was so heavy and um, you know, everyone was going through something and, and still people kind of are. I mean, yeah. in the UK especially, last year was like the year of the great resignation because people had, although COVID was really heavy and so stressful and like from a mental capacity, it was super hard, but also it turned people inwards and made them question the, the lives that they were living pre-COVID. And then when you come back, it was like, oh yeah, we're back to normal. And you can't, I just think as humans, we can't do that. And so that's why I think there's this mass of resignations and, and work culture. People are reviewing work cultures extensively, which I'm a huge supporter of. Um, but yeah, so anyway, something else I wanted to talk to you about is manifestation May as I well. just say, oh, yeah. because I think you just touched something super, super important that 
don't put this p- pressure on yourself having go- to go back to normal. Mm. Like, why would we even want to go back to normal? Where, so where were you? What was normal? I don't want normal. Mm. <laughs> this is not normal. And look, this is beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. <laughs> no, this is not normal. <laughs> we're sitting here, like, listening to the birds and watching the blue sky and, and f- smelling fresh air and having a kumquat. In your in your backyard, yeah. This is your new normal now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's by choice and by intention. So, what I want to say, like, really allow yourself to digest these two heavy years because we've just been waiting to get out of it so that we can get back to normal. But it's been traumatizing, mm. and when we are in extreme and emergency states, as humans, inherently animals, we try to survive. So basically, we've been into in survival mode for two years, which means only now we can really start to process it and digest it and take a breath and really also be like, okay, what does, did this do to with me? Mm-hmm. How did I? How do I feel today? Right? Let these emotions um, come so we can transmute them mm-hmm. and really emerge into something that we choose intentionally. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing time to really start afresh and start new love that absolutely um so i was going to speak to you more about manifestation um about something we've been looking into and i've been looking into a lot is a lack mindset and um i'm trying to do abundance meditations and really kind of i guess surrendering to the possibility that there really is an abundance of everything if we just let it into our lives and ever since I've started that, you know, this time, so we've got a date coming up, April 19th, we started a manifestation board. Um, and on that manifestation board was a house in Puglia, was all of these different things, was, you know, podcasting outside, uh, meeting new people, hanging out with Italians. I mean, tick, tick, tick so far, people. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? I mean, you know, we've got a dinner coming up where we're going to celebrate and toast it and say, you know what, we've made this happen. There's still some things we're working on. Um, but actually, like, switching the brain and the mindset to to stop thinking with lack and start opening up to abundance has been a huge game changer mm. um can you talk to us more about your thoughts on that um how it's how it's affected your life and and whether it's something that you practice absolutely first of all i'm so happy and i i celebrate you and i'm so congratulate you for having manifested your vision board and um, maybe you've heard of vision boards before but they really work Mm. and so you don't necessarily have to you know put it on a piece of paper there's Pinterest but um, I certainly engage with manifestation on a single and everyday basis and what you what you can do what it is is really connect uh, with that feeling that this vision board or this ideal situation gives you, like what does it trigger when you think about that, and and that is uh, how you manifest. It is already embodying the feeling of the desired state, mm. whether that is the, the the business, the desired, the dream business, or the dream relationship, or the dream um, life, or the dream house, whatever it is. Really uh, visualize it and in manifestation, or just by sitting. Or or just by drawing or by cutting out pictures. There's so many ways mm. to accelerate the manifestation process. And I'm a super fan and I, I, I teach a lot about this. And yes, abundance mindset is key. Um, it's really disbelief and it's the hardest work to do on yourself. Is really um, more than one, one thing is visualizing it. And the other thing is going deeper into what are your blocks. So mm. What beliefs do you believe on a daily basis, sometimes subconsciously, and you're not even aware of it, um, that block you, that block you from that bigger vision? Mm-hmm. Like, why do you think it's not possible? Mm. Uh, why? What are you scared of? Um, what feels triggering? These are uncomfortable feelings and situations and emotions that might come up, but it's really that work that will uh, make break you free uh, from the limitations and allow the manifestation to come t- into your life. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, definitely. Um, 
I think with us what we found found quite useful as well is we did a little bit of we went to bed like listening to cafe sounds in Italy and things like that and we was like ciao and all these we're going to I know and it really and we started to like even like make a cup of coffee whilst listening to it smelling it and be like okay we're in Italy and like really trying so cool and you did that together yeah we did it I mean yeah this is um for the audience every, every Christian my husband does all the editing and yeah so we very much or kind of decided to change things together um and and it really has it's done wonders for our relationship and just moving on that you know trajectory together has been really kind of magical and special and so yeah um oh thank you um so kundalini yoga Mm -hmm. i have spent kind of Spoke to a really amazing yoga teacher on one of the shows, met him in Jamaica. We were in a really bad headspace that day. Loads of stuff was going wrong. Did this yoga session, came out, was just like, okay, great. Today is going to be good, you know? So I've got an affinity with yoga. Um, I really want to invest more time um, on my body, on, you know, becoming more flexible and making sure that I can live for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, what is what is Kundalini Yoga? Yeah. Um, first, uh, well, Kundalini, Kundalini Yoga is... Um, there's so many ways to describe it, but it definitely works on longevity and vi- your vitality. Um, we talk about the Kundalini energy, which is often represented as a dormant snake, like curled up, um, which represents our life force that mm-hmm. each and every one of us has inside. And Kundalini Yoga is the practice that awakens this life force within us so that we feel alive that we feel we are powerful that we feel aligned Mm. Um, and so it is a very complete practice that understands our human body as having 10 bodies 10 different bodies um, three mental bodies one physical body of course the body and the rest are energetic bodies and we are working on all of them through uh, a kundalini session mm. which you can imagine it's very transformative mm. um, and it's I would say the f- it's a very fast transportation system the fastest transportation system there is for transformation meaning getting you from the state A into a state B so let's say you feel really down after an hour of kundalini session or even after just a couple of minutes of some specific meditations you can be in a complete different headspace and that's what's so transformative and powerful Mm. and why i love it how did you discover it yourself i was really intentionally calling it in i remember it was december 2018 and the year i started my entrepreneurial career and i've been practicing yoga by then for eight years and I was calling in a deeper spiritual experience. Mm. And I was like, I have no idea what that's going to be and how this looks like. But I just felt this inner urge. And uh, that's when I called and came across uh, Guru Jagat, my, my teacher, who unfortunately passed away already at a quite young age. Oh, sorry to hear that. And she, she just propelled me on this path. And I was like, wow, this is the first time I hear somebody speaking my language, you know, speaking about spirituality and in a very modern and accessible way, mm. in, in a way that is not, you know, the, the, the Tibetan yogi spaced out and doing nothing, nothing. I'm <laughs> speaking a little bit, you know, exaggerated. But like I'm living in this world, in this reality, in this system. We all gotta get, gotta make some money. Um, life is moving fast. We don't have much time. There's so many things going on, and we need to take care of and think about. It's stressful. And Kundalini Yoga was just like, wow! In such short amount of time, I have such big results wow. and feel so good. Mm. And at the same time, have this. Um, expanded consciousness and and ever growing understanding of who I am and life around me. Mm, sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm, I'm. You know, this is this is very undisclosed yet, but this is what I'm working on and opening a studio in Ostuni. Oh, great! <laughs> so we're gonna have loads of people from the UK saying, "Hey, <laughs> we want to go to your session." Hopefully, so after this, obviously, I'll add in all your handles and everything. Um, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about Cytoplan a unique science-based supplement company with many years of experience in nutritional science 
and whose emphasis is on quality of product. My medical herbalist swears by them as they don't use any unnecessary bulking agents. Before I found out about Cytoplan, I was taking up to eight supplements a day, all with bulking agents in them. It was such a relief to find out Cytoplan products are extremely pure. I now use them daily and I would recommend them to anyone looking for quality vitamins and supplements. They have a great range for many different health benefits. So if you'd like to find out more, please follow the link in the bio of this episode and check out Cytoplan. You won't regret it. So also retreats I've seen on Instagram um, and I'm really gutted that I hadn't kind of booked one earlier and I'm hoping you'll continue to do these. Um, Talk us through what your retreats look like. How long are they? What type of things are you looking at? Um, is it mind, body? You know, how how does how does it look? Mm-hmm. It's a, a complete experience of five days, um, of coming out fully rejuvenated, clear, and full of energy, knowing exactly how you move forward into in, into your next chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really look at. There is yoga, there is mindfulness practices, there are meditations, there is nutrition plays a big part. Um, there are workshops that um, inspire you to think differently about areas in your life. There's um, ceremonies, there is community and connection. Um, people that come to my retreats are really from all over the world and from all walks of life and um, different ages. So it's very, very inspiring. Sounds, sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with the types of, you know, people that you're working with, are they, are you completely international then? So have you got people in England? Have you got people in America? Have you got people in Italy? How does it, how does it work? Do people find you via social media or? Yes. Um, yeah. Being a um, German mother tongue, but Italian citizen and having studied in English, I fully coach in these three languages. So, so cool. German, Italian and English. I speak a little bit of Spanish and French and <laughs> <laughs> literally my, yeah, my clients are from all over the world. I wow. feel so so grateful for this work and that's that's the magic of the internet it's the magic of you know having traveled and being in all of these different places and also really connecting with everyone I'm Mm -hmm. so curious about people Mm -hmm. in general you know I'm really curious about your your purpose your mission and how you can fully express yourself in your fullest expression be the happiest version of yourself and and so that um, allowed me to connect with people all ages, all cultures, and yeah, so <laughs> very cool. rewarding. So cool. I, mean, I have the honor to work with the coolest people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you have like any, I guess, success stories of someone you've worked with? Maybe they showed up, and you, you don't need to disclose any kind of personal information, of course. But anyone, you know, have they come and they've been really kind of rock bottom and what's the kind of dream ending do you have that fairy tale story for us if not don't worry i do actually <laughs> i do so i would say I, I i don't like people come to me when they're ready to fly okay yeah so you will feel ready to you know go into that next mm. version and upgrade and that's where i come in and really um, help you build that confidence to to fly so i don't work with you know I, I, I'm not a therapist mm-hmm. I'm really a coach yeah. and guide and mentor and uh, but the, the fairy tale story is one of my dream clients she um, is a beautiful soul I will, I will not give too many too many details but this person um, tried uh, to commit suicide and is a brilliant mind a beautiful soul and she has completely transformed she came to several of my retreats we also did coaching together and just recently she has completely um, changed location to the other side of the world is engaged has found the love of her life um, is spreading mental health and and good vibes to the world and she's just the happiest person I mean there we go you just gave it to us thank you (laughs) I'm grateful for her Um, and I was going to go into a little bit more about spirituality. Um, I know you touched on it then when you said your teacher, um, when she was teaching you Kundalini, did it in a, you know, an approachable way that wasn't too kind of airy fairy. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of, I guess my, 
my take on it where I've my mum's always been very much a spiritual mind she's had so many different like you know tarot tarot bibles and witch books and reiki healing when I was stressed from my exams and things like that so it's been something that's been in my life um but then you kind of go through points where it's a bit embarrassing to be spiritual when I was younger it was like oh okay like you're a hippie and so you kind of close yourself off from it for a while until you're ready to revisit that again um but as an adult now I kind of feel it more than ever and especially since we've changed our mindset and um you know we're seeing more signs in the world so when I started the podcast it was like everywhere I looked I kept on seeing 11 11 flashing everywhere to the point where I'd be like in a conversation with a random person both of us obviously would have our phones in our bags because it's rude to be on your phone whilst you're chatting to someone right and then at that point they would get their phone out put it this way and then press it and it's like 11 11 I'm just like and I'm trying to be present with them but also just like what the hell (laughs) is going on here and then you know just like flashing up and then it feels like I've kind of now graduated to the two two twos <laughs> and I'm like what is going on here you know and now Christian who <laughs> he's here um listeners my husband he got told once that his third eye was closed and so <laughs> we were like oh my god and so for ages he hadn't really been seeing anything but now he's on the 111 train with you know <laughs> So I wanted to see whether you've seen any like signs from the universe or when you're kind of moving in a direction, i.e. Puglia was that direction for you quite evidently, you know, was there any signs that reinforced that decision or was it just like you just knew? (laughs) Mm, I love it. Um, mm, No, I I don't know how to answer this question. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't know how to answer this question because I feel my life is full of signs. Mm, okay. Everywhere there is signs. And this is really the shift in consciousness that mm. you experience. You just start, when you, when you start to awaken, you start to really see the magic in every moment and in every person and in everything and the sacredness and the magic. Um, combined with an abundance mindset that literally anything is possible and that I'm worthy of my best life that made me follow Mm. this little voice that just said here you gotta be Mm. and (laughs) you have arrived and this is your place and there I don't have any family here I didn't know anybody here and it was literally zero connection wow nothing other than for me reason enough was it's beautiful it's out of my vision board color palette the blue the white (laughs) the green (laughs) And I feel good. The sun is great. People are happy. I'm like, what else do I need? Yeah. What What other confirmations do I need mm. to know that this is the right thing for me? Mm-hmm. This is it. Absolutely. It makes you happy. If you're lit up, if you can enjoy it, if you can see the beauty in it, you're in the right place. And we can find it anywhere. Just to be, to be clear. It's, um, but yeah. Cool. Um, thank you. I'm curious. Can I ask you? Yeah, of course. Um, because you mentioned before you saw the eleven eleven, and then yeah. you up now you upgraded to the two twos. Yeah. What, how do you perceive? Is there a difference in the numbers? You give it a different interpretation. Well, I think I think one one one. Um, from what I've read online and been on TikTok and stuff, <laughs> it's entry level. <laughs> so it's saying okay you know your third eye's open you know your abundance mindset it's it's gonna work for you you know the path that you're on this is my interpretation is keep doing it so whether you've got you know family that aren't around anymore and they're trying to show you a sign to say keep going you know this is what's supposed to be for you um so that's what I saw it as and I didn't actually know for 222 actually I think maybe it's like um, I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't know. But this is this proves the point. Oh, Not sorry. so much about you know whatever we somebody says about what these numbers mean or these signs mean. Uh, it is 
it just shows you that you have shifted your perception and that you notice these signs more than before. And that means that you're simply more aware mm. of yourself mm -hmm. and the surrounding and their interaction. Yeah. And this is really what um, I would say, like follow your inner voice. Like you, if you feel good in a certain place, if it feels right, trust that. Yeah. That is your sign. Yeah. And so it can true. be different for anyone. It can be different. Yeah, that we can manifest in different ways. Mm, I think that's, especially for myself, like I've known or had this inner kind of voice and longing forever to explore. You know, I love Europe. Um, when I was 19, I lived in Australia. I met so many amazing Europeans in Australia. My best <laughs> friends were European. They weren't Australian for some reason, but that's just how it happened. Um, and I just had an affinity with people that I met from Europe and their lifestyles and... Mm. You know, Australia, I was 19, I was away from family for like a year and a half. So I came back and, and lived a fantastic life in the UK and it is still wonderful. Um, but I know deep down in my soul, I love being by the ocean. Mm. I love being in nature and I love just being in a lovely warm climate, yeah, <laughs> you know. You. But then you're constantly... Um, I feel like I'm questioning that all the time, you know, in terms of like my gut feeling. And I think that's probably what you listeners might be at home. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's something that you've always longed to do or you know in your gut that that's suited to you or if someone says, oh, yeah, that would suit you, it's probably because it actually does. Mm -hmm. And it's, I guess, that's something that I'm currently working on is my want to seek external validation and trying to pull that out of whatever belief system I learned it from and try and say you know what's right for you but sometimes we just end up asking everyone else if it's right for us and then take all that advice on mm -hmm. when actually they don't know <laughs> you know yes yes and they're they cannot know and you we are the only ones that know for ourselves mm -hmm. that's why i would um highly recommend engaging in some spiritual practice or even just a ritual just being with yourself because the more you spend time by yourself the more you can listen to your inner voice and your thoughts and become aware of it and that's why i love kundalini yoga mm. for another reason why mm -hmm. i love it so much because it it just um fine-tunes this um inner dialogue with your soul mm. and we want to We want to be a clear channel um, and, you know, clear out um, all these noise, all of these voices and these opinions that have over the years really made their way inside of us into our consciousness. And we think that we believe that or we, we think that this is what we believe and think. But actually, is it? Or is it maybe somebody else's belief mm. and thought? So at the beginning of of your journey of my journey I was unlearning so much mm. I was just on a path of unlearning like yeah. tr trying to forget what I've been told uh, unlearn what I've been um, educated and trained to do to really come to a neutral place and neutrality um, uh, a clear point a pure point um, mm. the essence and then from there intentionally like choose and f just go with what feels good I mean, that sounds incredible and such. It makes a lot of sense, actually, to bring it down, back down to neutral, because there's so many years of all these different layers of belief systems that we've been taught. And I feel as though I'm tapping away at them at the moment, but I definitely wouldn't say that I'm neutral yet, you know? Mm -hmm. um, how do you unlearn something? <laughs> you know, how do you actually unlearn something? Is it just retraining your mindset, meditating on what you do want to be, or... Because that just seems so hard. I, it is. <laughs> I'm sorry to <laughs> to say it is hard. It's 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 like um it's the healing journey. It's really looking at like learning to be comfortable with the uncomfortable is one of my um, favorite quotes as well because it it tells us to um, to stay with emotions that we usually don't like to be with. Mm. So. If you're angry at something or if you feel sadness, you don't want to feel that way. But try to inquire and be compassionate with yourself and really inquire, why? Where does the sadness come from? And the, the, the more you can be in this uncomfortable state, the more you will learn about where it origin, originated. 
and maybe it can be I'm a very sensitive soul meaning that I feel a lot mm. and I feel also other people's energies and as a child I have been exposed to this and I didn't have the awareness and my parents didn't have the awareness and um, so oftentimes I would feel down or depressed and it wasn't because I actually felt this way but it was because I was surrounded by these energies mm. and I made them mine unknowingly and there I found myself right so maybe this is good news for some just you know don't don't identify we should not identify with with everything that we feel mm. and really just try to observe in a neutral way mm. this is very powerful if you're able to feel whatever you feel um, and zoom out and detach from it and don't identify with it then you you let you let it um, dissolve it, it loses its power over you mm. energy and emotion is emotion is energy in motion mm. that's another beautiful way to I see it it, yeah. it can literally move through your system and that's again why i love kundalini yoga, <laughs> yoga mm. so much because you move the energy through your chakras your energy centers your body um to to get to a neutral place to a happy place you know mm. because we're all intrinsically the happy child yeah so so true i mean when you described yourself there as feeling that is like my one thing which I am such like a feeler like if I'm listening to music I'll feel it if I'm having a conversation I'll feel it you know and it's sometimes can be extreme highs and extreme lows um and I think that's such a beautiful way to look at it you know there are times where you feel low and you're like oh I'm I'm a miserable person and you give yourself that label and then it can be stuck in there but as you say I love that so emotions are what, what was the saying again energy in motion love that so good yeah yeah um, and especially as women mm, I know that you yeah uh, this is your path and this is really um we really are psychical beings we're not linear that means that we go every month through a cycle of death and rebirth and when you're dying or when you have your period there's, there's nothing fun about it no, <laughs> let's no. be honest you're bleeding yeah. you're losing blood you're yeah. low in energies you have nothing to um you know it's just nor it's just affects your hormones and the hormones affect your state of mind mm-hmm. and if we we if we drop the pressure of having to be happy in that moment or having to continue our work performance in the same way we did three weeks ago if we drop that pressure everything becomes it can actually be beautiful mm. it can be a moment of deep inside of, of just meditation of kind of like being a bit high and you're just <laughs> you're just like okay these these will these shall pass too and <laughs> you have this natural give a give a f attitude yeah, you yeah, know and totally. it, it goes by and um it can be very very beautiful to to see it this way yeah no honestly for some reason when you were like talking about that I kind of even like had a visualization when you were saying that and imagining like I guess the stress and like kind of almost being on a boat and watching another boat go past and like that's the it's just like you are the other boat and like watching it just go past and be like that's okay it's passing no worries and because it can feel you know when you are a sudden you know fit of anger or um depression or low mood it can feel so consuming in that moment and I think that's that's where bad and reckless decisions can come from and and then afterwards you end up beating yourself up for maybe the decision that you made in that yeah in that moment so I think the way that you describe that is 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 really um yeah imagery focused almost for me I can imagine that and I think that's good in terms of like retraining your mindset and so I think that's really helpful thank you (laughs) um and so I mean is there anything more that you think you know um the audience should know about you in terms of your story in terms of anything that you feel that you've learned throughout your own journey that you want to share today and I know that's a broad question um, but anything that's happened yeah I thank you for asking that um, I would love to to share that um, I and the reason why mostly women love to work with me is because I really embody and merge two seemingly opposing worlds 
the entrepreneurial world and the very spiritual or, or purpose-driven world. Um, so it has become my philosophy of life and also of coaching and entrepurpose, uh, which is really this connection within and who we are and what our unique gifts and superpowers are. And then really bringing that into the world. Like how can you self-realize yourself or self-actualize to your fullest um happiest version mm. through uh, getting into action and, and doing that thing and going after that dream and I just want to tell everybody it's possible and if you feel it, in a low um, it might just be the beginning of reminding you that there's more for you out there and that you're allowed and in invited to inquire and be curious about what that is and just enjoy this path and yeah what we think is normal is not normal <laughs> me tell you it's the opposite of it <laughs> and uh, and I think it's it's it might seem very contrasting when you see people living in 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 abundance in uh, nature and in freedom or these digital nomads but actually um there's so many different realities and there's not just one normal but there's so many different ways of living and I just want to encourage everybody to follow and find out what that unique way is for themselves I think that's an amazing, amazing way to finish today. Um, this has been a huge learning curve for me because I've loved this. This is so much more incredible just sitting down and, and doing it face to face. So I feel so lucky. And the weird thing was, I know we reached out a while ago um, and then I was like oh, okay I need to kind of get because I've been on holiday mode and doing things around the house and everything's been crazy here and then I went on I went on your profile and I looked at your retreat thing I was like oh you know I really would love to meet up with Greta I've only got a few days now though and then within the space of five minutes DM from you and I was just like are you serious <laughs> I was like come on over <laughs> here I am <laughs> 24 hours or 48 hours later it's amazing um so Thank listeners for that. seriously um if you want to find out more about Greta's work I'll make sure to do that in the outro notes of this show and put them also in all the the footer as well and all of the info because seriously I want to work with you now I want to come to your classes in Ostuni <laughs> when studios open retreat sign me up yeah. <laughs> and yeah so thank you so much it's thank been you. an amazing experience thank and you so I'm much. so glad you were the first like in person one yeah, yeah. I feel grateful and blessed for that thank you so much and I'm so happy to know you here in Puglia. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! Oh, awesome! Oh. Yay, that was so good! This conversation helped me to realise that sometimes in life we need to make sacrifices to fully invest in ourselves. And although having a coach is a huge luxury, it does make me think of the amount of money I've spent on clothes, holidays, drinks, dinners in the past without thinking twice about it. But when have I ever consciously saved money that will help me to progress with my future? Wouldn't it be nice to make money for ourselves? If you're business-minded naturally, then great. But how many of us have valuable ideas and passions that stay as just that, ideas? I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. It was quite honestly one of the most liberating experiences to record this in Italy. I had no plans to record a live episode but the opportunity arose and I wanted to jump straight in. It made me think that even if we aren't fully prepared for something, there's no harm in just giving it a go. For this episode, we didn't have all of the equipment we needed, but we used a makeshift tripod with wood and gaffer tape, and it was even more fun trying to create a live studio from things we had lying around in the garden and at home. My advice to you, don't wait until you feel something is perfect to share it with the world. Share it anyway, and keep moving forward and developing whatever it is that you're passionate about. If you'd like to reach out to Greta, you can find her at greta.grace double underscore. And you can keep up with what I'm up to at Moody Girl Official. You've been listening to the Moody Girl Podcast. Until next time.